Hola, bienvenidos al Spanish Grammar Review. I'm Molly Martin, and this podcast comes to you from DocMolly.com, where you'll find interactive audio lessons that teach practical Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere. Listos? Empecemos! In this podcast, we take on advanced Spanish grammar through interactive examples. The first part of this podcast will be a review for premium subscribers and an introduction for everyone else. Then we'll wrap things up with a quiz. In the premium podcast, we just finished covering the use of the subjunctive in subordinate noun clauses. A subordinate noun clause is introduced by the conjunction K. It contains a subject and a conjugated verb and takes the role of a noun within the sentence. So just like a noun, it can act as the subject or the direct object of the verb in the main clause. And because it acts as a noun, it answers the question of what. Now, please don't get bogged down with all these grammatical terms. Instead, let's just practice identifying the subordinate noun clause in each of the following sentences. Remember, it answers the question of what for the verb in the main clause. I will say each sentence and then I will leave a pause for you to repeat the subordinate noun clause. Empecemos. I want you to come with me to the dance. Deseo que me acompañes al baile. Que me acompañes al baile is the subordinate noun clause and it answers the question of what for the verb in the main clause. Que deseas? Que me acompañes al baile. Número dos. It's true that I'm going to go with you. Es cierto que te voy a acompañar. Que te voy a acompañar is the subordinate noun clause and it answers the question of what for the verb in the main clause. ¿Cuál es cierto que te voy a acompañar? Número tres. Me sorprende que Francisco vaya a clase todos los días. Que Francisco vaya a clase todos los días is the subordinate noun clause and it answers the question of what for the verb in the main clause. ¿Qué te sorprende? Que Francisco vaya a clase todos los días. Excelente. You now know what a subordinate noun clause is. Did you notice that the subjunctive was not used in all of the previous examples? So how do we know when to use the subjunctive and when to use the indicative in the subordinate noun clause? First, we use the subjunctive when the main clause tries to influence the action expressed in the subordinate noun clause. For example, when you want, hope, or need something to occur, you express that action or event in the subjunctive. Repeat after me. Necesito que asistas a clase. Necesito que asistas a clase. 
you are trying to influence the action expressed in the subordinate noun clause. Therefore, asistir is conjugated in the subjunctive. Necesito que asistas a clase. We also use the subjunctive when the main clause expresses an emotional response or value judgment regarding the action or event expressed in the subordinate noun clause. Repite después de mí. Me enfada que ellos fumen en casa. Me enfada que ellos fumen en casa. Here I am expressing an emotional response to the action expressed in the subordinate noun clause, fumar. Me enfada que ellos fumen en casa. And finally, we use the subjunctive when the main clause expresses denial, doubt, or uncertainty regarding the action or event in the subordinate noun clause. Repite después de mí. No estoy segura que puedan ir. No estoy segura que puedan ir. Here we are expressing uncertainty about the action expressed in the subordinate noun clause. No estoy segura que puedan ir. So, to review, we use the subjunctive in the subordinate noun clause when the main clause expresses influence, expresses an emotional response or value judgment, or expresses doubt, denial, or uncertainty regarding the action or event expressed in the subordinate noun clause. Otherwise, we use the indicative when we are simply stating our perceived reality and what we believe to be true. Now, for all this to really sink in, you have to practice many examples. And that's exactly what we do in the premium series on the subjunctive. So, if you've already listened to the subjunctive podcast 1 through 6, you should be ready to put your grammar skills to the test with a quiz. Interpret the following sentences. Some will call for the subjunctive and some will not. Es probable. It will likely rain this afternoon. Es probable que llueva esta tarde. Here the subjunctive follows an expression of uncertainty. Es probable que llueva esta tarde. Necesito. I need you to come with me. Necesito que me acompañes. Here, we follow the verb of influence, necesitar, with the subjunctive. Necesito que me acompañes. Deseo. I want to live in Italy. Deseo vivir en Italia. So here, we did not use the subjunctive because the subject did not change. When the subject remains the same, we follow verbs of influence with an infinitive. Deseo vivir en Italia. Now try, 
I want you to visit me in Italy. Deseo que me visites in Italia. Here there is a subject change following the verb of influence desear, so we use the subjunctive. Deseo que me visites in Italia. Es cierto. It's true that I work here. Es cierto que trabajo aquí. Here we use the indicative as we are simply reporting reality. Es cierto que trabajo aquí. Es importante. It's important to keep still. Es importante quedarse quieto. So here, although the main clause, es importante, expresses a value judgment and tries to influence the action that follows, there was no stated subject of this action. So we follow the impersonal expression, es importante, with an infinitive. Es importante quedarse quieto. Now try this one. It's important that you keep still. Es importante que te quedes quieto. Or if you're talking to a girl, es importante que te quedes quieta. No era posible. It wasn't possible for her to continue working. No era posible que siguiera trabajando. Or, no era posible que siguiese trabajando. Here we use the subjunctive to express denial or disbelief regarding the action in the subordinate noun clause. No era posible que siguiera trabajando. Me molestó. It bothered me they hadn't studied for the test. Me molestó que no hubieran estudiado para el examen. Or, me molestó que no hubiesen estudiado para el examen. Here, the subjunctive follows an emotional response. Me molestó que no hubieran estudiado para el examen. Te ruego. I beg you to stop. Te ruego que pares. Here, we are trying to influence someone's action, and so we use the subjunctive. Te ruego que pares. Tengo miedo. I'm afraid that they can hear us. Tengo miedo que nos puedan oír. Here, the subjunctive follows an emotional response. Tengo miedo que nos puedan oír. Me temo. I'm afraid there are no rooms available.
Me temo que no hay habitaciones disponibles. This is a little tricky. We use the indicative, not the subjunctive, because we are using the reflexive verb temerse to simply state a regrettable fact, not to express an emotional response. Me temo que no hay habitaciones disponibles. Más vale. It's better to tell the truth. Más vale decir la verdad. So here, there was no stated subject following the impersonal phrase más vale, and therefore we followed it with an infinitive. Más vale decir la verdad. Now try, you better tell the truth. Más vale que digas la verdad. Más vale expresses value judgment and tries to influence the action that follows. So if there is a stated subject, it is followed by the subjunctive. Más vale que digas la verdad. And finally, dudaba. I doubted that we could do it. Dudaba que pudiéramos hacerlo. Or, dudaba que pudiésemos hacerlo. Here, we follow an expression of doubt with the subjunctive. Dudaba que pudiéramos hacerlo. Bien hecho. This is a production of DocMolly.com, where you will find interactive audio lessons that teach Spanish for healthcare and elsewhere.